The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of the Veritas Show, where we bring you disclosure, one guest at a time. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. This is episode number 33. Tonight, we're back to the UFO topic. A few members of the listening audience referred me to the Cometa Report not too long ago. And to be quite honest, I have heard the name from a few guests, however, I was not familiar with it. Since I'm one more member of the audience, I decided to learn with all of you. I went directly to the source, the French journalist who made this report public, Bernard Toinel, is tonight's special guest and will be with us shortly. Also, let me share with you the list of our upcoming guests. The dates are still to be decided, so visit our website periodically for updates. Robert Morningstar, not to be confused with Robert Morningsky. The great Kevin Smith from The Kevin Smith Show. Ralph Epperson, author of The Unseen Hand and The New World Order. Lou Baldwin, known to many of you as Sleeper, author of In League with a UFO and A Day with an Extraterrestrial. I don't think you've ever heard Lou anywhere else, but you will hear on Veritas. And I'm also working on the protocols to invite retired Sergeant Major Robert Dean, especially after his outstanding and most revealing presentation at the Barcelona Exopolitics Summit. I will keep you posted. 
The Veritas Show is syndicated by the following affiliates. K-Rock's Zero Point Radio, the Black Vault Radio Network, and the Paranormal Radio Network, UPRN 105.8 FM, New Orleans. If you need to get in touch with me, very simple. Send an email to mail, that's M-E-L, at veritasshow.com, or head onto our website and click on the Contact button. Don't forget to stop by the Manticore Forum, where you can send questions to our future guests and discuss many topics with members around the world. Also, stop by the chat room on Friday and Saturday evenings, where you can discuss this week's show. Also, I'm starting a thread on our forum. I would like your participation. The title, What Do You Know About Pine Gap? I don't need to go into an explanation, and those of you who know, I'm sure you will tell us more about this United States military base in Australia. And here's a preview of our upcoming show with Ralph Epperson, The Unseen Hand, and The New World Order. Ralph, when I went to your website, the first image that jumped at me was a copy of the front page of the Hawaiian newspaper Hilo Tribune. It's from November the 30th, 1941. That's a week before Pearl Harbor. Uh, The attack happened. The headline reads, Japan may strike over weekend. Now, how could this newspaper know in advance but President Roosevelt did not know. Uh, we knew about the attack on Pearl Harbor. In fact, Roosevelt sat in the White House waiting for notification because we had broken their naval code. We knew they were going to attack, and yet he did nothing. And this here, nine congressional investigations were conducted after the Hawaii attack at Pearl Harbor, and all nine of them said Roosevelt did not know. And yet here's a newspaper that says they knew the week before. This was the Sunday newspaper. The attack happened the next Sunday, December 7, 1941. Almost like uh, Michael Rupert would say, instead of Republicans and Democrats, we have the Gambinos on one side and the Genoveses on the other side. The Congress will have the power to fund stem cell research. How would our founding fathers have envisioned that? I didn't say hear anything about stem cell research. How about the power to tax us to go to the moon? Was how, how could our founding fathers have delegated that? Let me interject for one moment. I, I think also times change. And don't you think that sometimes, and I'm just playing devil's advocate, don't you think that sometimes you have to evolve to adapt to the current situations? Let's go back. Uh, George Washington said, that if you're going to give want Congress to have the power to fund stem cell research, amend the Constitution. We don't study the Constitution. I went all the way through the University of Arizona and never had it even mentioned once. Included, America, hear this. They've already eliminated. Are you ready for this, Mel? Do you want to hear this or not? Go ahead. They've already eliminated the Constitution. It's gone. It's blotto. It's dead. It's zero. It's nil. It's null. It's void. How do I know that? The Supreme Court decision called the Erie Railroad versus Tompkins case of 1938. Supreme Court decided there is no common law in the United States means there ain't no Constitution. So, Ralph, if our judiciary dismisses the Constitution as a piece of disposable paper, to, for lack of a, a more derogatory word that I hate to use, but that's the way the Constitution has been treated lately. If our own judges dismiss our Constitution, what protection do we have as citizens? We don't have any. Isn't the same thing for Social Security? Yes. 
You, you, you don't have to have one? Nope. I'll tell you how I know that. But what happens, Ralph, when somebody goes uh, to apply for a job? They need a Social Security card, don't they? Nope. There's a form you can use from the Social Security Administration, I don't know what the number of it is, that tells your employer that you're not, you don't have a card. They're not allowed, to say it that way, to withdraw taxes from your your income. And the employer signs it and sends it in to the IRS and the Social Security Administration, and they have to accept it. Vaccines. I remember the number of vaccines that we had to have uh, our daughter go through in just a matter of 24 hours. Yes, I know. Now, that's another issue, vaccines. I, I, I am of the opinion uh, not to take one ever. So, Ralph, if the person is there with two IRS agents, and usually they have guns sometimes, if there's no law and they're demanding payment, isn't that called coercion? Yes, What's the difference between somebody who's born in Washington, D.C. and somebody who's born in Virginia? Well, if you're born in Washington, D.C., you're subject to Congress having total power over your life. In this show, we're apolitical. We're not right or left. We're right or wrong. Repeat what you just said, especially during these times of war. There is no draft. They can pass laws, make you think there's a law, but there's no law. I'll tell you how I can prove it. And Ralph, just hold on for one second. There's to, for those of people who might remember uh, when George Bush says we need a new world order, that was said on September the 11th, yes. 1990, which is a very relevant date. Go ahead. Isn't that an interesting coincidence? By, you can see by diagrams that those shots did not come from the school book depository. Because so I have two questions for you, Ralph. Huh? Who did it and why? <laughs> we, need, we need half an hour. Go ahead. I, I want to know. The Vietnamese War was planned in 1943 by the United States government. What's the end game for them? We were set upon what I call a secret destiny by our founding fathers in 1782 when they designed the Great Seal of the United States with the Annuit Septus Novus Ordo Sacrum, the New World Order. And now, get ready to spend some time with French journalist Bernard Toinelli. He'll tell us everything we want to know about the Cometa Report, and we'll discuss some of his research and more famous interviews. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Don't go anywhere. Bernard Toinelle was born in France in 1958. During the summer of 1998, François Siegel and Bernard Toinelle were brought into contact with a member of the Cometa Group, an advisor and consultant with the French Ministry of Research, Gilbert Payan, 
who had incidentally written two articles in the magazine. Gilbert Payan unveiled the existence of a report prepared by a special working group attached to the Institute of High Studies for the National Defense, including top brass members and high-ranking military officers. After analyzing some excerpts from the preliminary report, Bernard Toinel convinced his publisher, François Siegel, to reproduce parts of this outstanding white paper document given to the French president, Jacques Chirac, and the prime minister, Lionel Jospin. Finally, after a long brainstorming, the Cometa Group accepted the publication offer and proposed to publish the full report in the form of a magazine. It was sold out after 50,000 copies distributed in July 1999, within days in bookstores. From the year 2002, Bernard Toinel moved and settled for good in Los Angeles, California, since he is working presently as a freelance journalist and photographer in aviation, defense, high-tech, and also science fiction. Bernard is the author of three successful books only published in France, Adventures in the Sky, Unidentified Flying Objects, and 100 Years of Aviation. And directly from California, the man responsible for publishing and bringing to the public the Cometa Report, Bernard Toinel. Bernard, how are you? Thank you for being with us. Thank you again for uh, welcoming me uh, on uh, your show, and uh, I'm very glad to uh, talk with you, Mel. Thank you. It's our pleasure. You know, Bernard, we have uh, we've had a lot of people from the United States and even from Europe telling me, you have to have Bernard Toinel on your show. And to be honest, I was not familiar with you. A lot of times when ufologists or researchers from other countries, they seem to stick to their country. And oftentimes, because of the Internet, we get bits and pieces. And that's what brought me to you today. First, I want to focus on the Commander Report, which is something that was published uh, a few years ago. And in our forum, coincidentally, some people started talking about it. And I told them, guess who I'm having this week, Bernard Toinel. So I want to focus on the Commander Report. But first, I want to ask you about the alleged UN meeting, secret meeting that took place just a few years ago. And an unidentified but highly qualified and reliable source, supposedly, said that the secret meeting was attended by the U.S. Air Force, the National Guard, Yes, the National Guard, you wonder why. The Vatican, representatives from 27 countries, and three U.S. senators. The meeting came up with such astonishing findings as that the U.N. is an international organization. Therefore, the briefing has to do with other nation states in context to sightings. Your information came from the U.N. Public Affairs Unit, which wrote to uh, March 11th, greetings from the U.N. Public Inquiries team. As far as we are aware... Of this, there was no meeting concerning UFOs at the United Nations. And you also found out that it was a hoax. Why don't you tell us what supposedly happened and how you came up to the conclusion that this was a hoax? Oh, uh, the first, first of all, I'm a journalist. This is my job. So I'm trying to go to the source of the information first uh, before affirming or publishing anything. So that's my, of course. Uh, my role. And uh, uh, I'm not uh, you know, I'm not a believer. I'm going by the facts. Okay. Uh, so right. uh, the first, my first approach was to contact the UN because nobody did it. <laughs> so it was amazing, but it's true. Nobody did uh, contact, and uh, in fact, the rumor was amplifying by itself uh, on uh, on the web. And uh, somebody told me what's going on. And an airline pilot uh, in France told me, "Oh, you." 
are you aware of the UN nation uh, conference or, or a reunion regarding UFOs? I say, no, I never had this information since the late, uh, the late 70s. And uh, because there was, uh, of course, there, there was a real uh, meeting on that subject in the, in the late 70s. Uh, and it's well known, there was Jack Valley, and there is a, uh, and that's it. And, and so I contacted the, uh, the public affairs, I contacted all, all the people, all the sources inside the, the UN as well to confirm that. And they were completely astonished to see what? What's going on? No, no way. There is no reason. And, and, and the fact to involve the United States Air Force and U.S. National Guard, this is completely absurd because the United States, uh, as you know, the Air National Guard is uh, a part of, of uh, uh, the, the state, uh, a state government, and this is an inside, in fact, uh, it's a subdivision of the Air Force, uh, if, you, if, you, if you see uh, the, the organization. So there is no reason to to in, include the Air National Guard in such a meeting. So it it, it was absurd by the uh, by the description. It was not credible uh, for me. So I, I but anyway I tried to to find out where was the truth and and if maybe some such meeting could uh, could occur. Why not? Why not? But uh, the description was uh, you know. Uh, uh, looks foolish in one way, and uh, and absolutely, it was confirmed by my sources, by uh, the military people I know. Uh, they opened the eyes like flying saucers, if you want, <laughs> and told me what? No, no one meeting took place in in the United uh, Nations, and there is no way uh, it's it could be hidden because all the the meetings are uh, you know classified in uh, in uh, notebook. And all the rooms, uh, all the, the, the conference rooms in New York are devoted to this meeting, to this problem, to this politic things, to this operation, to this country. So it's very difficult to, uh, to hide such a meeting, if you see what I mean. But Bernard, if it was a secret meeting, wouldn't they keep it secret from all of us anyway, and they wouldn't even register it on their journals? It's very difficult because United Nations is uh, is not uh, you know uh, a secret uh, organization as as you can imagine. It's uh, mm-hmm. this is totally the opposite. It's not uh, you know you have to, to historically to to see how, how the United Nations is working, and uh, you you can see that if you hide something uh, to one country or another. Uh, there is a big, big problem of, I would say, uh, debate. And because some people are paying, you know, they are contributing. And if they are excluded, sure. if they are excluded of the organization for one reason or another, they can um, uh, build a veto, they can really uh, uh, complain and block their financial for the uh, United Nations uh, works. So it's a nonsense. To believe that we can organize uh, things in such in such uh, an uh, administration, because the United Nations is not something you know uh, belonging to one country; it's belonging to uh, the, the world. And uh, basically, uh, if the United States wants to do something, they cannot do without the approval of the other countries. So that's not, that's what I mean. It's very difficult to organize a secret. 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.